Where are you cowboys and cowgirls at? Hey everybody, this is Dan Hillenbrand and welcome to Modern Cowboy, the podcast for the cowboy lifestyles and businesses around the world. I'm glad you're here, so sit back in your saddle and prepare to be inspired, motivated, educated, and entertained as I interview a new guest each week that embodies the modern cowboy. Today's episode of the podcast is sponsored by Reminisce Angus Beef. Brian Massard and his family sell a unique Montana Angus beef sourced from high marbling bloodlines of the Reminisce Angus cattle. Brian says they are the only company they know of that has genetically tracked flavor and taste for 31 years to specific bloodlines in the Angus breed. We've joined together so our listeners have the opportunity to try Reminisce Angus beef in a couple of ways. There's a link in the bio on Instagram as well as the show notes where you can go to enter and win a 10-pound box of beef. There's also a code in the show notes and our bio on Instagram and a link where you can get a free pack of jerky. Yes, I said free. The Massard family and Reminisce Angus Beef Ranch are all about preserving the West, hence the name Reminisce, thinking back to a simpler time in the Old West. You can be a part of this as well by going to the show notes, clicking on the links, entering to win, and also using the code to get in the link to get free beef jerky. I personally have my freezer stocked with Reminis Angus beef and can assure you it is of the highest quality and some of the best tasting beef I've ever had. Good luck and enjoy. Danny Dietz, a true American hero, gave his life in Operation Red Wings on June 28, 2005. Now, with your support, we can honor his legacy and contribute to the noble cause of the Navy SEAL Danny Dietz Foundation. Modern Cowboy, along with the Wine Boss, have the perfect wine crafted to perfection. Each bottle sold, $5 goes back to the Navy SEAL Danny Dietz Foundation, which supports veterans, first responders, and their families. Order your wine today at www.winebosspasarobles.com. Thank you for your support. I swear that red dirt that you kicked up still ain't settled. There's no doubt you ain't let off that pedal Chasing highs and riding lows Your heart's tied down by the rodeo But if it ever lets you go Well, someday, cowgirl If you want to hang up those spurs And find out that the road you paved Ain't as good as this old Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Modern Cowboy Podcast. Uh, super excited to have my guest on today, Dusty Whitford. Uh, he's a, a horse trainer and a man of many other talents that we'll discuss. I think uh, uh, we've been trying to get the podcast put together since sometime mm-hmm. in 2021. But <laughs> anyway, we finally did it. So, Dusty, welcome to the Modern Thank Cowboy you. Podcast. Glad we got the, all the audio working. Couple yeah, of, yeah. Well, yeah, we had cowboys to trying to figure out... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so hey, let's let's just start with uh, 
a, a couple things. One, your horse training, but then I, I want to get into your your hockey stuff oh, as sure. well, uh, which is super cool. So, did, are you you're in yeah. Texas now, right? Yeah, yeah we're just uh, forty five minutes out forward. Did you, did you no, grow up there? No, I'm from Washington. I was born in Ellensburg, and then okay. we moved over to the coast uh, when we were kids. So did you grow up on a ranch or how'd you get into yeah. horse training um, business? Ellensburg um, was hay and hay and horses and cutting horses. And then we move over the coast and there's no cows over there. Uh, so my parents got into the, the show side of things, you know, and got us into that. And, right. and uh, we did that till we were, you know, 16 and old enough to drive and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Now, did you rodeo too back uh, then? Not till I was in college. I gave it a shot. I was terrible, but I mean, that's what's <laughs> what, what you do. What? Yeah. What events did of you? Course, did you of course, of course, it's cliche as possible. The bull riding, um, but it's the coast. There, it's the coast. There's no, <laughs> there's no horses, and and uh, I did start teaching myself to, to rope calves, and when ho when hockey's done, right. that's going to be my next. Uh, I don't know what I call them, like whatever endeavor that I you know, wildly right. pursue is going to be, it's going to be roping calves. So you mean just when the hockey season's over or when you no, stop playing No, one day I'll hockey. just quit. Just like cold turkey, you know, it's when my athletic, you know, ability begins to, you know, go downhill with age. Decline. <laughs> uh, yeah. And yeah. I, so I can't do it at anything less than a hundred percent, you know, 99 right. and I'll just, I got I'll just, you, you know. Poof! I'll just pop. I'll pop smoke. Yeah. I'm out. You know? And then I'll just. I'll just pick yeah, the next yeah. thing. <laughs> when did you start? When did you start um, playing hockey? When when we could drive. Yeah, my older brother and I. Yeah, when we could drive. Really? We were teenagers, so we didn't start. We played up in Vancouver, um, and all those kids been on skates since they were three. You know, um, but we right. had to pay for it all ourselves. So you know, get a job when we're teenagers. And, right. Yeah. So I started when I was a teenager. So you're obviously pretty good because you play on a semi-pro team, right? I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I, okay. I don't know if you want to get into it now, but uh, yeah, when I was 37, yeah, I said to my wife, I was like, I want to play hockey again, you know? And uh, and I started in a beer league, you know, in a mid-level beer league, and I was terrible. And I couldn't do right. that. I couldn't, I'm not going to be terrible or something, you know? So I just, I went like full bore into it. And, uh, and it's weird at 41 right now, be 42 next month at 41, I am stronger, faster. I wouldn't say more mobile, <laughs> but I'm, you know, old man strength. Um, but I'm faster, I'm stronger right. than I was at 21. And then so long as that continues to no be kidding. on a linear path, I'm going to max it out. You know, like I'm trying to fly it into my casket like second base you know so right. <laughs> no i i, I um, hear you i know because i believe me i'm 65 and i feel the same way you max do. it out you know yeah it's like <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. exactly yeah yeah, yeah it, for sure <laughs> so uh how, how many how many how many games you guys are you like Go on tour with with hockey. Yeah, or we, you guys we just play, play in a, in a, a league called work? the Mountain Mountain West Hockey League. Uh, so Mountain States. Yeah, we we play uh, okay. our next okay. road great road games are in Reno, 
Uh, Reno has an awesome team. They're doing an amazing job there because they just got ice for the first time in 20 years or something, the new set of ice. Um, and so this semi-pro team that they have is stadium seating and, and local television. Like it's a, no it's a really cool, they're doing a really good job. So yeah, we'll go to Reno next. Um, I didn't go on the last road trip. They went to Breckenridge, Colorado and swept them. Um, yeah. Yeah. Short, short seasons, short seasons. Nice. It's a bunch of retired, yeah. like retired guys that played major juniors or NCAA or, or pro and they're all retired and want to stay in it. So it's just right. weekend hockey every couple of weeks. Right. So you, some of the pictures you sent, because you know, I always have everybody send pictures for social media and for some of you, a couple of them you sent were of you in a couple of fights. Yeah. Uh, I never even, yeah. I never even did, had a hockey did, fight. That was in Louisiana on the road. And this guy, Shana, I hit him and, uh, uh, along the boards, put him down pretty good. Shana said, my wife said that he followed me around for like 45 seconds. And then finally just blindsided me. And, uh, and I stand up and our, our enforcer guy is like six, five, six, six. And the, uh, uh, oil rigger, oh, like he's a roughneck, you know? And, uh, he rips this right. guy's helmet off cause he's wearing a face cage and, uh, and I, I grabbed the guy's shoulder and I pulled him out of the way and I said something. I was like, please step out of my way. And um, my big guy looks at me, he's like, okay. And uh, then I he, I put him down. And, um, and so, so, yeah, I've actually never even had a hockey fight. But, but uh, yeah. That's funny. And just so happens there's a, well, yeah, there's a photographer now. just like 10 feet away on the bench. And they said the photographer was like, he never photographed a hockey game and so he was sitting on the bench like yes <laughs> like right <laughs> so i hope i made it good <laughs> that's too funny so so yeah. let's talk about your horse training that, that's your yes. full-time yes sir job right mm -hmm. and and when did when did you start that as a full-time position uh um same thing as hockey it was uh eight nine years ago um i looked at somebody and i said uh i'm gonna train cutting horses and they were like, you've never been on a cutting horse. <laughs> you know, I'm like, That's okay. <laughs> I mean, so? not yet, you know. Uh, you didn't know how to doctor until you were a doctor, you know, or whatever it may be. Right. Um, yeah, so right. um, I bought myself a horse, a cheap a cheap one, really cheap, uh, up in Washington. And um, got him started to build myself a little resume, you know. And then I got a job in right. Oklahoma. Uh, um, working for the best. Um, somebody, somebody said to me, if you want to be in the sport of cutting, if Bill Riddle is up for hiring, he's the, 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 the teacher's teacher, you know, former, uh, vice president right. in the NCHA and hall of famer. And, and, um, I worked on this horse for a year or something like that. And then somebody messaged me on Facebook, I think. And he says, uh, Hey Dusty, I work for Bill Riddle. And I'm, I'm leaving my job. And I was, I've heard that you were someday looking for a job in the cutting industry. Would you ever want to work for Bill Riddle? And I was like, oh my gosh, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, so right. I moved my, my, uh, wife and my little baby, you know, my son was a baby at the time and we moved to Oklahoma and that was about, that's where it started. Yeah. And so now, um, let's talk about, uh, the, uh, you know, your social media and the, the horse TV, uh, mm -hmm. deal you got is, is, is that something you started or? Yeah. When, um, okay. So let me give some context to this. Um, 
I came from Washington State, so our connection to the horse industry is uh, what the Quarter Horse Journal, Western Horsemen, and and growing up, we see all these professionals in it that look so out of reach to us, uh, and right. that's because they are right. out of reach to us. They absolutely right. are. Yeah, and so I I've got an Instagram, uh, like everybody else, and um, I begin putting little tips of things I'm learning on my Instagram for for people back home people like me a trail rider whatever i'm not putting up cutting tips right you know like for somebody that that viewed viewed people as out of reach just like i did uh because i got there i remember when i left people in washington state that's a big deal to them like wow you're going to texas or you're going to oklahoma you're going there you're going to the to the center like it's a big deal to them right right and so, um, so I put the little yeah. tips on, on Instagram for a few years, uh, to help those people. And, um, you know, and then the Instagram page grew and grew and grew and, it, it, you know, it's at like almost a hundred thousand people now that, that follow it. Right. Um, I, I said to my yeah. wife one day, you know, like I can't break horses for the rest of my life, you know, and stay in one piece, you know, how can we do the same thing and give the same value to people, but get taken care of and monetize this, you know? And right. so I bought a, I bought a Chris Cox DVD, a cult starting DVD. And I want to see how Chris Cox did it, you know? And I watched the DVD and it went, it was like 90 minutes of perfect. Right. And I was like, wow, well, yeah, right. when I break a horse and everything goes perfectly, that's what mine look like. That's, we do the same exact thing, right? What, what does Chris Cox right. do when it doesn't go perfect? You know, in the camera song. And I was like, oh my God, everybody right. wants to know what Chris Cox does when it doesn't go perfect, right? So that's where Horse Pro came from, right. was uh, giving, giving the unedited view of how the professionals at the top of the game do what they do. And if something goes poorly on camera, right. it goes poorly on camera. We don't saying unless it's me, like MF, MF and something, you know, which, you know, which, right, which happens right, right. to your old guy. So I'm pretty, <laughs> Absolutely. I'm pretty rough around the edges, you know, but, uh, yeah. Well, the, po- the podcast is explicit, so you can say whatever you want. So <laughs> try to, Try to be a Christian about it. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I got a story to that sometime, but anyway. So anyway, so did you so you 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 started that. And when did you start that? Oh God, then? Uh, the, four years. Four TV? years ago. Three, 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 four. Four years ago. I don't even know. It was in, in April, but I couldn't tell you which April. I think this would be the f- start of the fourth April coming up. Now, and you've got a lot of other people that are that are yeah i mean i, I can't you, right? imagine if i was so arrogant to think that everybody like what if i was so arrogant to think there's ten thousand people that want to sign up to watch me talk about breaking colts you know right, like right. that's not so yeah we bring in hosts for each series and i'm not concerned with bringing in you know the biggest of the big in each each one, I'm, I'm also interested in right. watching that trainer grow, which I have seen young trainers come in as hosts and watch their business grow. And I've talked to like Cody Patterson about that just a few days ago. And I wanted to know, I asked him, I said, uh-huh. did, did, did Horse Pro help you grow? And he said, oh, absolutely. 
I said, good. I, well, I want to know that we have like a small hand in, in helping them have success as well. And, you know, Cody's, uh, Cody's an open right. bridal world champion now in the, in the, uh, cow horse. And, uh, right. And, uh, so, so it's, it's, it's really cool to watch the, the growth of the trainers too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so is, is this a, it's a subscription yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. program. Okay. How do people, how do people Just sign www. up www. www.horsepro.tv. Do they... That's it. 15 bucks a month or okay. pretty inexpensive, which is on purpose. If somebody can afford people have yeah. been like, people have told me like, this is a $90 a month service for a select group of people. Right. And I'm like, if they can afford $90 right. a month, they can get a damn trainer, you know? <laughs> and this isn't for right, them. Right, right, right. Have... Much right. lesser, much lesser amount. Yeah. Right. It's a, and, and so you guys have over, you have over oh, 10,000 no. subscribers, God, no. did you say? I wish. Oh, I, I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be training horses. Okay. <laughs> 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 no. Oh, well, you, you've got, you've got, like you said, you've got almost a hundred thousand followers yeah. on Instagram. So you've got a lot of people yeah. to follow you. Yeah. For well, sure. $15 a month, the number one by far, like 75%, the number one reason um, people fill in when they cancel a membership, cannot afford it. Right. Really? Yeah. 15 bucks. That's, that's yep. crazy. Well, yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's multiple choice. It's not like they're picking that one because it's the top one, you know? There's, there's plenty of choices right, to collect. Right, so. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So now, so now are you, besides the training and, and the Horse Pro TV, do you, uh, are you competing, uh, you know, in anything on Yeah, with your well, my or? wife had her fertility horse, so I trained her fertility horse, which is a story. Okay. And, and she's, that mare's bat, batshit crazy. And, um. <laughs> she, uh, so now I'm in too deep and, uh, the fraternity just ended in December, right? Cutting fraternity. Um, so I'm still finisher and my wife did pretty good at the fraternity, um, minus a couple mental poo-poo's that she probably doesn't want me to tell you on air. Um, but, uh, but the mayor did pretty good too. And, uh, so I'm still finishing her up and, and I'll start to show her. And I think that's really important for a two-year-old guy, um, to show every now and then to like maintain or to remember where the target is on these two-year-olds, like where am I aiming them as I graduate right. them on to fraternity trainers. It's important for me right. to remember the, the end target because that helps me train them, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I show, I'll show a little bit. So if, if, if some, yeah. So. What, what's it cost nowadays for, you know, for somebody, you know, to get, to, to get into cutting or somebody that wants to compete, you know, even on, just on a novice it's obscene. level, you know, to get a whole, yeah, to get obscene. a whole, yeah. Yeah. A barrel horse can, a finished barrel horse can stay home, you know, maybe get it tuned up or go for lessons. You cannot do that with a cutting horse. It stays at the trainer. Has to be tuned on regularly. Really? Every single time you show your cutting horse, you untrain it. I mean, it's the only, it's the only sport really? there is in horses that is completely backwards. I mean, I don't care how well bred they are. They are not made or bred to back up and defensively hold a cow. Right? No it's kidding. not natural. They're made to, to, they're a flight animal, right? What are they made to do? Right. 
right? You don't scare right. a cutting horse. Let's say there right. was a cutting horse by Metallic Cat out of showbiz kitty that's put out a couple of fraternity winners. Um, what if there was right. a wild one of those out in the pasture? You run out and scare it. What's it's not going to back up and examine you, you know, <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> it's going to get the hell exactly. out of Dodge. So, um, yeah, that's, so I, that's cutting, interesting. I, I, ne yeah, I never thought of that scene to get into, unfortunately. Um, and let's get real. We're not going to change that either. <laughs> what can we do to make cutting more accessible, no, yeah. create more land yeah. and create more cattle? Right. Those are the two things that you can right. do to make cutting. I mean, to make more cattle, you're going to need more land. And that's, that's right. a, a simple answer. Right. So until we are right. creating more land and more cows, uh, the cost will go up. Yeah. Now, do you do a lot of outside horses too, or do you train That's only it. your own horses? Just or? outside horses. Just, yeah, just my outside. wife's horse costs me the and profit of like three horses. You know, <laughs> right. <laughs> like three training horses goes just like <laughs> down the <Right>. crapper. <laughs> how how many horses do you do you have uh, at one time? Not many at all. all. Most I mean, yeah, most guys are super super oh, really? stacked with horses. Uh, down here in Texas, um, I keep like 12, 10, 12 in training. Oh, that's still a lot. Yeah. No, most guys are like 20, you, 20 you, you ride? Yeah. Really? You, you, you ride, you, you ride 10 or 12 yeah. every day? That's easy. This is cutting. It's, it, I mean, you can't be working these horses for, on a cow for more than three, four minutes, you know? Yeah. Okay, so no, right. no, tw gotcha. 12, 12 horses is not a lot for a cutter. A reining, a reiner, a reiner that, that. You know, the way a rainer is trained, you, if you're working on spins or, or, uh, lead changes or stops or whatever you're working on, you're always, um, sitting right. for five minutes after you do each maneuver, teaching the horse to wait on you. And I'm doing the exact opposite. I'm teaching the right. horse to take over and just, you know, knock it out and right. be done. You know, right. the, the, the quicker that horse gets to the sweet spot in front of a cow, I'm going to, I'm going to quit in the middle of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So what, what's, what's an, what's an entry level cutting horse mm, cost? Yeah. Finish, just, just to a finish cutting one. horse, like a finish amateur gelding. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. 30 to 40,000. Yeah. But that's the yeah. cheapest part. Yeah. Right. That's the yeah. cheapest part. I mean, training is going to be 16 to 1800 a month and you know, $500 right. a class to show them or, you know, four to $500 a class to show them. And, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a money burner unless you're winning, right? No, you can't make money winning. I mean, maybe the top, maybe the top no, five or 10, but those are trainers. So they don't own right, the horse. Right. So they're just right. making a percentage in their earnings. Uh, but they're getting paid to ride the horse already anyways. So no, no, no right. non-pro in right. the history of the sport has ever <laughs> turned a profit showing a horse. I don't care what they want. It didn't, it doesn't matter. I mean, go in the fraternity yeah, as a non-pro yeah. and you're, you make 75 grand or 80 grand or 90 grand. I don't know what the window top spot is for the non-pro fraternity. You know, it's the biggest per, it'd be the biggest right. purse in of a single class. And when 90 grand, you, you lost money. <laughs> you got more into it than right. that. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Hey, nice. I've seen some, maybe you even sent me one of the pictures. Well, were you in the military? Yeah. Seven years. 
seven years. Yeah, so Army, what, res- what Army Reserves or National or Army Guard. Yeah, on the state side, Washington, nice. Washington National Guard, and the Oklahoma National Guard. Oh, very, very yeah. cool. So when, 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 how long were you in? What dates or what time frame were um, you in there? Yeah, I got out when I. I was the middle in the middle of my first job with Bill Riddle when I was getting out. So that had been like seventeen. I got out. I, I think I went in okay. in '09, and then early '17, I was getting out. Yeah, gotcha. What was your MOS? I was a combat engineer. Mm-hmm. Oh, you were okay. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. So, I, I, did you did you did you always stay stateside, or did you ever? No, get I never got any combat deployments. Never, never worked it out. I signed up for every every deployment under the sun. I couldn't, I couldn't get one. And then I, I left. We we got we got deployed three times in one year with the Washington Guard <clears throat> as scheduled. I knew I knew what right. I was doing in a six year contract with the, with Washington. I knew that my unit was getting deployed in the middle of it, so they'd get their one deployment out of me, and I would. I would get my six years, right? And then, so we got deployed three right. times that year. We got as far as NTC in California you know, and all the privates, the new, this is our, this is our third time. And uh, we're in right. NTC and I've uh, training, getting ready to leave. We're almost done with training. And they're like, we're going to Afghanistan. And I'm like, you're not going to Afghanistan. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we are. We're at NTC. <laughs> like, why would they spend all the money? I'm like, Afghanistan. It was the next day. Oh, the mission got scrubbed. We're going home. <laughs> and uh, then I did an interstate transfer to Oklahoma, and I left my unit, like, uh, I think a few months before the end of my six years in Washington. And I get to Oklahoma, and then the next month, my unit deploys to Afghanistan from, from Washington. <laughs> oh, my God. Just a surprise deployment. They got, like, days notice, you know, like, seven days notice. Ow. <laughs> so... You just, it was just, you, you just, just wanted to go. That's to all. Go, I guess, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So now your, your wife, she helps you in with the horse training business. Is that what she does as well? You guys yeah, do she together? does everything. And so she, she manages horse pro TV so that I can do the cutting horses. Okay. And we were just gotcha. now for the very first time able to hire an assistant in the cutting pen so that she can leave for most of the day and come in and work on horse gotcha. stroke full time. It's the very. It's the first time I've ever had somebody working four hours a week, and so that's cool because it's in, in the last two months we're we're watching it grow um, for the first time um, because of that. We're doing it for free. I mean, the trainers are getting paid, the hosts are getting paid really well. You know, like anywhere from a thousand right. a month to two thousand a month each each host. You know, right. from their from right. their part of the membership. They're getting it. They're getting half of right. each person that signs up under their what they're hosting, and they're getting paid really well. And then the other half goes to the website, which just builds the website and pays for you know ads or whatever. Yeah. So right. we're not making any money yet. Uh, we've never never made any any profit from it. So uh, yeah, she's right. doing the horse pro side, and then I'm out in the cutting pen all day. And you guys have one. One son, did you say? Or? Previous marriage. Yes. Okay. Yes, he is in Washington State, so I'm flying, you know, frequent flyer miles. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. Very cool. So, um, 
we're kind of getting close to the end here, so I'm, I've got to ask you all the questions I ask everybody. Do you have a favorite brand of cowboy hats? <clears throat> um, Clint Herring made my favorite hat. Oh, yeah. yeah Herring Custom Hats. Um, I've got I've got two, two yeah, hats from Clint. Yeah. 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 If, the first time you get a custom hat made, then you're like, why have I not got a custom hat made? You know? <laughs> you're like, hey, you, can't, exactly. you can't go buy a shelf after that. It's just not the same. No. So, wow. yeah. Not even close. Clint's, for sure. Yeah. Very cool. How about boots? Um, well, they, I go through them every three months. It doesn't matter if it's a Rio, a Mercedes, or a, or a freaking tractor supply. You know? <laughs> I'm just kind of really? burn through them. Hosing off horses all day. No. no. Yeah. Yeah. Boulets would be my answer. Boulets out of out of Canada. Oh, well, really? Yeah. Yep. Out of Canada. I think yeah, that's yeah. like the Rio Mercedes of Canada, but they're like two hundred bucks less. Oh, yeah. oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Very cool. How about uh, how about cowboy movies? You got a favorite yeah, mine, cowboy movie? The one we made. You're not which, which following along. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had put out an it. entire no. TV show last this December with horse fro. You've got to be no. kidding me. Okay, so, all right. So, I've, so what's, what's it called? Tin Top, the road in Weatherford that all the trainers live on. All the company trainers live on Tin Top or used yes. to. Yes. So, it was like two years ago. And I looked at my wife like, I do. Like, you're kind of going to get the idea of who I am. And I was like, I was like, uh, well, I've never owned a TV before. Watched right. the propaganda box. And, um, right. I was like, man, everything on TV is like, I see it. I saw it. I think I saw it. Strong. I was like, people watch this shit. I was like, what the fuck? Right, right. <laughs> like, I was think I was watching one of right, the news right. channels. It was like Fox or CNN. I don't right. know. One of the, you know, entertainment news places. I was like, I can't believe good people watch this. And she's like, oh yeah. I'm like, let's make our own TV show. And she goes, Okay. <laughs> And so we did. And uh, so we crowdfunded it for the last year and raised 60 really? grand in crowdfunding. And then we took out loans for another 60000 which I'm paying on right now, out of the tune of $4,000 a month. And we made our own scripted family drama named Tin Top. And we were tell excuse me, telling our own stories. Um, Three Marines come back from Afghanistan. They go their separate ways in episode one. They come back together on a family-owned cattle and cutting horse operation in the heart of Texas. And it is a, like I said, a family drama that is accurate. Accurate. Right. That's super important to me. I think you know what I'm getting at on what, what other shows might be on TV. Right. It is accurate because yeah. the horse yeah. industry has enough trauma of its own. You don't need to write it in. Right. Right? Like, right. Why, you know, why did we do this? And it premiered December 17th, I think. And I'm watching it today. Okay. It's a, it just hit 900,000 viewers. I'm about to cross a million. When I do, uh, I'm going to some very, very big money people in the sport of Texas to talk about 12 million 
spoilers for right. season one. We do episode one and we'll release it as an entire season, right. talking to networks about where to put it. Um, it was crowdfunded. The pilot was crowdfunded. So we released it free on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. So it is right. the ep the episode is a post on Horse Pro TV's Facebook. It right. yeah. Oh, I'm looking at it right now on I am yep. I am DB. It's the top right post. Now, I pinned it to the top. So um, so I'll be talking to those those big money folks and um, the right that's exciting. The, the man. person at the top of my list has watched it organically. Without me having to reach out to her, the richest woman in the world, actually, is who I'm going to be talking to. Alice Walton has watched the show. No kidding. And I got that phone call, you know, and that was the person at the top of my list. And I was like, oh, baby. So, um, man, here's a little fun math for you. Alice Walton's the richest woman in the world, valued at $64.8 billion. I said, okay, well, if I make a hundred thousand a year, like, which I don't, right? If I did, right? If right, I did, right. Alice writing me a check for $12 million equates to me writing her a check for $19. That's the same, yes. same dollar amount. Yeah. Yeah. So write me that check for $19. <laughs> Let's right. do 10 years of the 10 top. Write me a check for $190, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's cool, you know? And and it just came out in December. And you know how it is on social media, you're trying to see everybody's stuff. And plus, yeah. you know, I'm I'm doing so many other things. I can't believe I hadn't that's seen it, though. perfect. I'm glad that you haven't. That means that means X millions of other people haven't seen it, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely. So we're going to organically uh, cross a million viewers here. Between the three platforms, man. <laughs> I had the I had the Rona like a month and a half ago from a hockey road trip, and you still like just breathe like right. crap. Gotcha, coughing. Um, yeah, so we're going to organically cross a million people here, you know, with an advertising budget. Very cool. Of zero. Yeah, isn't know? that crazy. And what can we do with? with an actual budget, you know? So why yeah. are we making the TV show? I don't think in 10 years, I will be legally eating beef, right? I don't think that I oh, will I legally, yeah. legally, I don't think I will legally own land. I think <clears throat> the forces at work against freedom and our personal right. sovereignty are so powerful that that yep. is the path we're on on a not a linear path uh you know no yeah the the pandemic was a great example of that oh um, god yeah yeah so I want to portray the Western way of life. I'm, I'm obviously choosing my words here carefully. Uh, I want to portray the Western way of life you... positively to show right. the rest of the world why we're worth saving. Because right. taking people to the train station, 
is right. not going to save our way of life, which is facing extinction. Right. So, yeah, right. there is no corporate money involved. I've turned corporate money because yeah. it did exactly what I thought it would do. The corporate money said, here, oh, I would yeah. like to give you X dollars for this TV show. I think it's really cool. And here's what I want to change. And I was like, dude, fuck, you know, like, yeah, we're yeah, done. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, like, like Dana White, when, when there's advertisers told him, called him up and told him to, you know, not post stuff about Trump. And go he fuck said, yourself. fuck yeah. you. Yeah. No, you go fuck so, yourself. Exactly. Uh, and don't ever come yeah, tell me that again. Stuff that you hear, <laughs> um, Chinese money buying massive ranches that we know about. That's, that's yes. true. Got, yep. I got firsthand yeah. knowledge of that. You know, it's very true. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm unimpressed with, with what I've seen. And so I want to do different. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Well, I can't wait to watch it Good. and I Good. can't wait to see what develops in the Good. future on it we, too. We, we went, exciting. I mean, so many people like, um, the Hollywood side of the, of the, the production side of the, of it saw the script right, right. and discounted their rates dramatically to put that out. Um, I sent the script really? to a friend's uncle who wrote the, he's the, he wrote John Wick, the John Wick series. And, and oh, yeah, he was yeah, like, do yeah. you want me to read your script? And I was like, hell yeah, I want you to read my script. And uh, he said it was very confidently written and it was now entirely up to production. He had no notes on the script. So he loved it. People, people really discounted their rights to make that happen. You know, and then I found stuff out like Yellowstone uses an, an Alexa, RE Alexa mini camera. They got like five of them, a hundred thousand dollar camera. Um, and, uh, right. And we have a camera to use as an eight cam and it would get the job done and it was right. a good camera. It would do the job. And I said, well, if Yellowstone's got that camera, I want that camera, damn it, you know? And I rented it and they're like, let's get out. Six grand production cost. And I said, do the budget. We yeah. got five, yeah. six grand. Like, so we went, like we went all in, Yeah, you know? And, uh, yeah. So on a, on a tight, tight budget. So did you write the script yeah, yourself? Yeah, my wife I and mean, I, we just, in it, we would sit at a, no sit at a restaurant bar down the road at, <laughs> after working, <laughs> you know, like night at night. And they, they all knew us, you know, we just sit in there and drink a Coke and eat our dinner and, and right, right at the bar. So. Now either, either one of you have a, a history of being writers or have any training in writing or no, is we this just, just all. It. You can just, you can Google, Indeed. you can well, figure out whatever go. the hell you want on YouTube. Anybody that's, anybody in this world that's yeah. like, I, I can't, you yeah. know, we don't have the opportunity to learn X, Y, Z. I'm like, no, you don't right, want right, to. Right, 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 right. <laughs> it's on YouTube, I yeah. promise. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's super cool, Dusty. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to, to watch this and see what, yeah, what was, develops yeah, out of it. it it's, it's awesome. The first time I saw the show myself after the editing, I was blown yeah. away, you know, and there's no actors in the show, not a single one. And they're all just veterans and horse people from no. locally, just friends, volunteer, volunteering. That's so cool. You know, every, every single one of us is a veteran or a, a horse person. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool, man. 
Well, hey, um, what's the best way for people to follow you? What's your Instagram handle? I don't know what it is. Do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Shit. You're, spo- you're, supposed, you're supposed to uh, know. Yeah, Dusty, Dusty. I'll Whitford, tell you what it is. Whitford Colt Co. Whitford Colt Co. Whitford yeah, I was going to say Horse Pro TV on Instagram. Is on the follow. Well, that's, yeah, that, Whitford Colt Co. That's, you know, a lot of jokes. I'm usually making fun of somebody in politics or <laughs> or a vaccine or right. some, something. I'm making fun of something, you know. Right. <laughs> and, and, right and rightly so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't ask me about Crazy. the poison unless you want to get a. Yeah. Well, we're we're just talking about chemtrails this morning, <laughs> you know. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Meteorologists in Texas were just we, discussing uh, a few weeks ago about the success of the silver, you know, the silver was iodide or whatever that they spray into the into the sky and all the regions that right. they're region. It's so funny to me. People are just I, that's way off topic, but um, it's so funny to me that people are like, right. "Yeah, well, now there's you know." I think we know chemtrails are real. I'm like, what are you talking about? We just talked to like the t- state of Texas website. It's like right freaking there. Like you can just yeah. go read about the program. Yeah. It's, it's, Isn't it crazy? This is uh, the greenest last year was like the greenest year West Texas ever had. Was, you know, well, no, you know, and I know, I know that's big on there rainfall production program is, yeah. is West Texas. And then yeah. of course, I think, I, I don't I have no science this, but I believe water's got to be finite. You can't create rain in West Texas without taking it from somewhere is my, my theory, but I don't, I have no idea. Yeah. Where are you cowboys and cowgirls yeah. at? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Every Friday afternoon, I hitch up the trailer Saddle up old rock and ice down a cooler I drive that old back road until it ends At the roping pen We got them rusted out pickups and fancy rigs $20,000 horses, then there's my own stick Although we're all the same minute we ride in to the roping pen Well, I ain't no play your speed But I give her hell He never can tell Someday I just might be We'll turn a few steers And we'll tell a few lies Kick back in the saddle and philosophize most of life's problems. Yeah, we're gonna solve them down at the rope 